Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? This be the G Shaw Cypher. You officially tuned in to On The Grind Live where we support anybody out there grinding for any reason in any situation. You know what I mean? So if you see me, you already know what's about to go down. I'm getting ready to talk to somebody that's official that's been doing it. It's got a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? We got music. We got movies. We got albums. We got all kinds of things going on with this fella, this dude, this gentleman, this man doing what he do on a daily basis, and we going to talk about it. You already know what it is. On The Grind Live. Let's get it. Mic check, mic check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? Listen, man. Yo, yo, I got yo. somebody with me right now. Grinding, been going hard, been doing this thing for a long time, and I want him to introduce himself. Introduce yourself to the people, my G. Yo, what up? What up? It's your boy Tavio Sean. Yo, what's up? Yeah, I've been on the grind for a minute. Yo, thanks everybody out there that's tuning in. Yo, for real, and um, also Shaw Cipher. Appreciate you having me on your platform. I appreciate you, man. You know, definitely, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I got some questions for you. I want to break it down from the beginning. I, you know, I, I, I read some things and I want to make sure we we talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know, I'm saying like you grew up in, not grew up in Toledo, Ohio, but you were raised in, in New York. Can you tell me where in New York you were raised um, and, and how has that influenced your musical journey? Yo, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like you said about the Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, I was just born there. I was actually born on the run, you know, and then, um, you know, I had my first birthday in Houston. <laughs> and then my father, you know, we moved to New York, back right. to New York, I should say. Right. You know, he had, to, you know, he turned himself in, you know. And, um, you know, I grew up in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, Power Kingdom, you know, the 845 area. It's like so remotely right outside of New York City. Definitely. So, so how did that influence your musical journey and develop your, your, your style that you have today? Well, you know, just me growing up, you know, I had my brother, you know, he rapped. Um, there was a lot of people in my neighborhood that rapped. A lot of people, you know, always used to freestyle on the corner and different stuff like that. You know, if you're smoking, you're chilling, whatever. It's kind of like the culture in New York that most people, even if they're not rappers, you might try to freestyle or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. people would just do it for fun and for the love of the art. So me growing up through all of this, um, it heavily influenced me. And um, I just basically grew up through the culture, man, like firsthand. You know, started freestyling at a real young age, maybe like four or five years old, just, you know, playing around as a little kid. And um, it just developed from there, man. And um, like I said, it's just a lot of culture and influence, you know, all throughout the whole United States now, but at the time when I was real young, you know, mainly in New York, you know. Did you ever dive into the battle inside of, of rap or is that or it's just the freestyling kind of like where it all started for you? Um, and then you went straight into to making, you know, direct music. No, I actually um, yeah, I definitely used to freestyle and I used to battle rap in the street. You know, that was just a part of it, you know. You know how it is. If you make music, it's a part of the skill set. It's like you got to be able to freestyle. You got to be able to battle if somebody calls you out. You got to be able to remember all your rhymes. You know, you don't get on the stage or whatever when you're performing live or whatever and then just be up there messing up. You don't know your words, um, you know, so you had to re be really sharp. So with me, with battling, um, I did a couple battles back in the day. A lot of them I won. I re never really lost a battle. 
Um, one battle that um I lost, um I don't really say it was a loss, but you know I just didn't win it. It was at a competition in Vassar College. You know what I'm saying? I made it to like the semifinals or whatever, and um, you know it was nothing though. You know, and it's just you take it and you like you know everything is a learning experience. You know, so for me, I never took it as a, as a loss. It was a lesson, and um, you know, and it was it was just a situation of how it was set up. I can't say it was fixed but it was actually working in other people's favor, you know, and I'm never a sore sport. So, you know, I took it as a lesson and I moved on, you know, but in the street, I've, I've never lost a battle. Right. Right. Let's take it back. Like, you know, I always look at, you know, every time I talk to an artist or, always, or, or anyone, I always look at the brand and who they are, right. How they developed and how they became who they are. Tavio Sean, if I'm saying I'm saying your name correctly, Tavio Sean. Yeah, Tavio Sean. Yeah, that's my first and my middle name. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, why, what, why was it important to use your first and middle name? Like me, I don't know. Like, there's some artists that really don't use their name at all. So, you know, tell me, tell me the the background behind choosing that as the name you 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 were going with. Uh, you're going going with as a brand in this business. Well. If you're going to stand by something, you know, why not put your name on it and put your true stamp of approval on it? Right. So it's like you don't have to go Google what's my real name or who I really am because I'm giving you my life story and my music. Uh, I'm giving you what I've been through, my true experiences. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making up a character and then I'm just going to rap this stuff that sounds good, right. you know, just to impress right. people or just to be like, yo, I can rap. You know, so for me, it was always like if I do an entertaining song, I truly still feel that way about whatever it is. Like, you know, if I make a party song, that's how I feel when I'm in the club or if I'm in a party. If I'm making a song about my life or whatever I've been through, I'm just giving you it uncut raw. This is me. You know, this is who I truly am. So I always just felt like it's always good to be able to attach yourself to your art and, and, and just be who you truly are and give it to the people. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I feel you on that. Um, what I'm seeing is that rap is not really the only thing that 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 you've you've dove and listened to. Right. Like, you know, R&B. I'm here. I'm seeing R&B, rock, pop, rap, gospel, like all kinds of different things that you're in. You know, I mean, that that might influence, you know, uh, or contribute to shaping your, your music identity. Would you say is there any other type of music that you listen to? now outside of rap that's that that says yo i you know i'm really feeling that that might be something i might want to kind of incorporate into my in my sound yeah well you know just to speak about that like um growing up in new york you know yeah you might be heavily influenced by hip-hop but it's very multicultural there's a lot of culture a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds and if you grew up like i did you know i had friends from all ethnicities you know what i'm saying so you're going to be influenced by some of what they're listening to. Because, you know, as a friend, I'm going to play, yo, listen to this. Listen to this DMX. Listen to this little baby. But they might be like, yo, listen to this Marilyn Manson. Listen to this Nine Inch Nails. You know what I'm saying? Or listen to, you know, whoever. You know what I'm saying? So right, at man. the end of the day, um, good music is good music. So what people have to stop doing is putting themselves in a box and categorizing themselves. So when you listen to music, you're hearing music. If you don't like that genre or you don't like that specific song, I can understand you turning it off. But how could you just be like, I just don't like this, but you never had it. You never heard it. 
you know, that's like being closed minded. So I always been the type of person that was interested in all types of music. So, right. you know, I hear right. Jimi Hendrix. I like Marvin Gaye. I like, um, um, you know, just so many people I can name, you know, like long list of so many different types of genres. So right. for me, what I do is I, music is music. So I incorporate that into mine. And I also like to dibble and dabble and produce, write and work with all other types of artists, right. rock and roll artists, right. gospel artists. Um, you know, I write gospel songs, you know, you know, most people were raised up in the church, you know, and if you watch any gangster movie, <laughs> they always was in the church. The church so right, people right, always right, try to, right, right. yeah, they try to frown on the church. You know what I'm saying? You need God to guide you, man, no matter what you're doing, you know, you're going to need, you're going to need that guidance. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I might come up with an idea for a gospel song. I might hear an instrumental or a sound and might think of a rock and roll song. I might be listening to something and it might inspire me to write a poem. You know what I'm trying to say? But it's all art and music. So, no, I love art and music and I, I like to express myself however I feel at the time. You know, I'm a predominantly a rapper and I'm an MC. you know, with my skill set. But I'm not limited to writing anything. Somebody could call me right now and say, yo, man, I'm a rock and roll artist, man. You know, I just I just can't come up with a hook for this song, you know, and they'll play me the song or the instrumental. And no matter what genre it is, I'm going to be able to come up with lyrics because I'm a lyricist. Right. So whatever inspires right. me, I'm going to be able to move off of that. You know what I'm saying? Do you got to be in a certain environment when that happens or it can be on the fly? Like some people need to be, Yo, you know, have the specific. I, gotta, I know what you mean. Like, like you, some people need to be like, you know, you might be smoking and drinking and chilling in the studio, and it might hit you, or right. you might be in the crib, you know, and you know you in your zone, and it might hit you, or you know, you might be in the shower. Some people like to come up with their ideas in the shower. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it comes when it comes. Like as far as the music goes, you know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> but the, the music that. it just come, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, yeah, the um the music, man, you know, the ideas, it just it just dawned on me. You know, it's like like a gift. You know, yeah. like when I write movies or if I write a skit or if I write, you know, just anything, it it'll just kinda hit me all at once. And yeah. I'll kinda like download it to my mind like a computer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I it'll just be like bow, like a song sometimes can hit me and I hear the whole song already. And sometimes I might beatbox it to a friend or like hum the sounds to them and they might play it out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like make the song from the idea that I have. But I have musical ability where I could play, but, you know, I, I'll go to people that, you know, have expertise in certain areas. You know what I'm saying? And let them do their thing, but, you know, make it even better, take it to another level. You know? So you, you said earlier that you, you know, you write and produce and work with other, you know, artists and, and work with different people. When, when, when you do that, um, when you're when you're writing or producing, are you is your ear for what you're trying to write and produce for other people different than what you would write for yourself, or or are they giving you like, hey, this is the topic I'm trying to do it this way, and then you're you're kind of trying to figure out what what direction it should go. Like, how do you navigate being the artist from the producer from the you know, uh. You said you said you you know writing movies like how do you navigate the multiple hats that you have um, in this business? A lot of time when I'm when I'm doing something that'll be my main focus. I was actually talking to my people about this yesterday. 
like a lot of time when people do stuff, they all over the place. Right. So you never finish right. anything. You're never going to finish nothing doing a thousand things at once. So what you got to do is when you home in on a something, you got to just be like lock in. You just got to lock in and be like, yo, I'm working on my album. I'm going to work on my album. I'm going to finish my album. I have these other ideas. I might jot them down or I might, you know, if it comes to me as a lightning bolt, I might put that down, but I'm going to keep my focus on one thing at a time. So back to what you're saying is this. So like when I'm working on my music or I'm working on an album, I'll be focused and I'll be working on that. You know, I might get an idea for a couple lines or something for the movie. I might jot that down. Mm-hmm. Somebody might call me while I'm working on an album and say, yo, yo, you think you can, um, you know, write me this song or I need idea, you know, boom, boom, boom. I'll be like, all right, just like you said, what inspires it. So they might tell me, yo, I went through a situation. They might tell me, um, hey, I've been down and out with my girlfriend and, and, you know, this happened and this and that happened. Can you write me a song? I'll be like, do you have a beat? You know, I'll hear the beat. And what I'll do is I'll take their experiences and what they told me and relate it to something of myself. Right, right. And then I, it, it makes it easy to tap in to be able to come up with the idea based on, you know, what they're what they, what they talking about. Right. So, like you said, you got a problem with your girlfriend. Everybody had a problem with their girlfriend. Right, so I'm right. going to tap into a situation that maybe I've been in, and then yeah. I'm going to write it out from kind of their perspective because you also have to know who it is you're writing for. Right. You understand? Right. It's like you don't want to, like, this This person might be like a stand-up dude. He might not curse in his music, but you don't know that. So you're sitting there writing all this stuff that this guy would never say. So you you kind of have to know the artist. You know, you can't just do that on a fly. You kind of have to know the artist's music a little bit. Right. Kind of see where their right. mind is at. So it's like kind of thinking from their perspective a little bit at times. Right. It's like, yo. And, and then just homing in on what you're doing, man. Channeling and tuning in and, and just knocking out each thing. You know, Speaking when I write a movie. No, oh, go ahead. Bad. No, go ahead. When you write a yeah, movie. Like when I, you write a, yeah, when I, when, I, when I write a movie. I actually see it from like real life experiences and, and things that I've seen people have said to me or stories that people have told me, you know, or things that I've actually witnessed or done myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, like, um, I wrote a movie. I'm not going to really reveal the name just yet or the whole entire plot, but it kind of stems off of some things that I've been through personally in my life. And a lot of things that I've seen growing up in my neighborhood, nobody's like names or nothing like that just how people are, what people do, how people react to things and what, you know, so it's like, you'll take these things and you can write out a script easy because you can imagine, you just have to have a great imagination. You'll imagine a character, you know what I'm saying? And then you're going to write as if it was them. Right. right and it's right. kind of like the same thing when you ghostwriting for somebody. It's like to say, writing a movie is almost kind of like, it's similar to like writing music for real because you're just coming up with great ideas but you're just writing it out in a sequence. Right. You know? Let me ask you this. You got this song, um, uh, Marble Floors, with Benny the Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, (laughs) shout out to my dude, Benny, man. Shout out to Benny. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. This is a perfect time. Everybody can't go, man. 
and they probably won't make it. That's a fact. That's a fact. This is a perfect time to bring this up. Like, talk to me about the relationship you built with him and then how how that record came about. Because I see you got the video, so I want to play the video for the people, too. Yeah. Yo, yo, I'm going to just tell y'all. It was like God put it all together, man. You know, um, I just had a feeling, man. Like, I was like, you know, I had the opportunity to acquire a verse from Benny. And, and something just told me to do it. Because, you know, you get a lot of opportunities, but sometimes you'll be like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to do it. or But something is like, just do it. Just do it. Right. You know? So I acquired the verse. Um, I actually built the song around the verse. So what I did, because I, I was, you know, nowadays people don't make songs in the studio together. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So, um you got to kind of like have a good mind of thinking like if we're here in the studio together, how will our chemistry be? How will we be able to come at this record pause? You know what I'm saying? Make a great record. And it just be like uh cohesive as if we're there in the room working together. Right. So basically right. that's how I took it from my mindset. You know, it was like not trying to outdo each other. want to be on the same level equally based off the content of what he's saying and the ideas I have, that's what formulates the hook. And, and basically I found the, um, the beat online. I found the beat online and it was just perfect. It was like so original. It gives me like this mob boss piano bar type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's classy, but it's like gangster. It's raw hip hop gritty, but it's, but it's smooth and gangster. So when I heard it, you know, because Benny, you know, is the BSF, the Black Sopranos. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My my record label is Bilderberg Records, you know, represent, you know, Black excellence. So it's like, it's like the same kind of vibe. He's a boss of his label. I'm a boss of my label. You know, we were able to come together and just make a, a dope ass record. And, and the record is just so dope because it's not chasing anything. Right. Most people make right. a record chasing Yo, this is the new sound. Yo, this is the tempo that everybody's rapping at. Yo, this is what the industry wants. But if you know Benny and Griselda, they don't chase the industry. And, and neither do I. You know, even though some of the music that I make is radio friendly, but that might be how I felt at the time. Right, so basically, right. we made the record. We made the record. Um, I ended up um, going to... At first, I didn't really meet up with Benny. You know what I'm saying? I just had acquired the, the record. So I'm going to tell you the story. So then um, Benny was going to be in at the Norva in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, so, you know, I acquired um, a ticket from one of my peoples, you know, looked out, went to the event. Um, at the end, they had a meet and greet. You know, I, I wasn't there for no meet and greet. I was there for business. I walked over to Benny, told him about, you know, yo, we got the track together. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, he was like, that's what's up. And I was just like, yo, um, so you think we could shoot a video for the joint? He was like, shit, yeah, we're going to be here for a few days. Take my manager's number. So, you know, I took his manager's number, you know, called him, chopped it up. You know, we worked out everything, you know, the figures, everything. Um, we actually linked up at, um, it was a place in Richmond. It was a place that he was doing a concert. And they like, yo, we're going to have to shoot the video at the backstage of the concert. So I'm like, oh, man, how's this going to look? 
You know what I'm saying? Like we go, it's going a little crazy. So we already got the record. He loves the record. Everybody loves the record. So I Google the place. You know, I look it up. I Google the place. I'm like, yo, it looked kind of like, kind of classy, kind of nostalgic. So when I get there, yo, they got chandeliers. They got pianos. They got guitars on the wall. They got arcade games. They got pool tables. They got a bar. They got everything, like this room with this crazy wild wallpaper on it that like, I ain't never seen look like it been there from like the 40s or the 50s. So I was like, how is like God just still putting this all together? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking like, yo, this is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? But I, I always have faith. Because I'm not the type of dude that thinks negative, but, you know, like, you know, backstage of a concert? We're going to shoot a video? So, but, yo, I get there, and it's just perfect, man. It couldn't have even been no better. And if y'all, when y'all see this video, you're going to be like, how did that even align like that? You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. all, you know, yeah. right up to the most high, yo. I want to play it for him right now. You know what I'm saying? I want to show yeah. it for him right now. Let's bring that up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Listen. you have your Sean. You know what I mean? Benny the Butcher. You know what I mean? Marble Floors. Let's get it. Let's let's share. Let's share this screen right quick. Make sure I got the screen up. Marble floors. Let's get it. Shop on my man. Marble floors. Flashbacks to the projects when we were poor. Now a nigga hopping out of foreign, slamming doors. Real bosses buying shit you can't afford. Chandeliers and marble floors. Flashbacks to the projects when we were poor. Now a nigga hopping out of foreign, slamming doors. Real bosses buying shit you can't afford. While y'all was scamming and stealing, I was planning for millions. Roaches on the walls, the chandeliers on the ceilings. Went from sleeping on the floor to beach houses by the shore. Had to drive and focus, but an explorer I couldn't afford. Was determined and wanting more. Flashbacks to being. Mama could pay the day, but still for clothes on your way at the store. But I see my first hundred thousand, one at the higher end accountant. But I bought a money machine, figured I'd just count it without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can let it load up a little because it's, it's lagging crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's playing like a little dip, you know. Maybe because it's the transition, you know what I'm saying? The, the sharing and all that. Yeah. I need y'all to go check yeah, that yeah. out. You know what I mean? Is, is, is that on? Is that on uh, Spotify? And then all the um, oh no, so 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 right now, um, that's actually gonna be on my album that's coming soon, uh, Prima Materia or whatever. Yeah, is it, um, but um, right now the video is currently out on Benny the Butcher's YouTube page. So okay. if you go to Benny's YouTube, it, it's up there on Benny's YouTube page, and it's uh, Tavio Sean featuring Benny the Butcher, Marble Floors. It's on YouTube. You can just go up there, check it out. It's right on Benny's page. Um, you know, we we over uh thirty thousand views right now and counting and um it's doing numbers, a lot of uh positive comments, you know, so you know, we're doing numbers right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apologize for the for the lagging, you know what I'm saying? We when we do it live, you never know what you know what I mean what what happens when we do it live, but I appreciate everybody tuning in on that, you know what I'm saying? Definitely make sure you go check out Benny the Butcher's uh uh YouTube and and check that out, Marble Floors. Talk about this album. That, that you got coming, man. What's the name of it? Like, Yo, what's the concept? Oh, Prima Materia. Prima Materia is alpha and omega of all things, man. Creation from nothingness, man, to create and make something that's like premium material. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's um, it's just raw, uncomfortable, raw, 
Um, there's a lot of dope songs up there. We got Benny the Butcher on the album. We got Nature uh, from the Firm on the album. Um, right now we're working on this uh, Davies feature that should be on the album if, if you know, Little hopefully Davies. it makes the cut. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> it's a really dope album, man. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to love it. Um, it's just fire from the beginning to the end, man. Um, Tony DeNero, Benny's manager, one of the heads of BSF, he's going to be uh, hosting the album. So he's going to be on the intro. He's going to be, you know, through skits throughout the album. Some mob bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's a joint album we're going to drop, you know, Bilderberg Records, BSF, you know, featuring, you know, Benny. Right. Um, you know, hopefully I make a, um, I was just on the road with him this past summer. You know, we did a few shows or whatever, you know, while he was on tour. So hopefully I, um, you know, maybe I can go. <laughs> maybe right, I'll make right. it, maybe I'll make it on the tour for everybody can't go. You know what I'm saying? Now hopefully I'm looking at, just fooling around y'all. But I'm looking at, a, you know, a few dates for that, you know, and um, just a lot of great things in the future, man. You know, and um, the album is just a lot of blood, sweat and tears. Um, a lot of dope records, a lot of different sounds. Um, it's something up there for everybody. Right. You know, I'm not going to compare it to no nobody's album or nothing like that. Definitely. It's just my own. You know, it's it, it, me. It's Tavio Sean. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, anybody that's my fan that's been following me throughout the years. They have lost his face. Heard my other album, Effortless Perfection. If you got Now or Never. If you got Off the Head, Volume 1 or Volume 2, my freestyle mixtape series. If you got um, Always and Forever. If you got any of my albums that I had out in the street. You know, any albums, y'all know what y'all going to get. They know it's going to be top quality production. They know it's going to be, you know, giving my all, you know, every time. Um, shout out to Hershey Beats. That's my partner. He made a lot of the records up here on this, on this album or whatever. And, um, man, we got some, some, some fire for y'all, man. Way Out, um, that record right there, that's already out on Spotify and, um, all streaming platforms uh, featuring my dude Jay Steele or whatever young homie I put on the track but um, that, that record right there is heartfelt record is real dope I'm pretty sure y'all would love that you know got piano in it solos you know real music you know it's, it's, but it's dope yeah Um, all the yeah. beats is hitting on this album so you you know it's gonna you definitely gonna it's gonna be hitting you go you could play it in any region it's not like regional I'm not like um just rapping one way or one sound. It's like multi right. sounds everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's how I am. It's how I really am. Like I'm not one way every day. I don't feel the same every single day all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like different settings, you know? And I feel like as an artist, you, you should just be able to be well-rounded and um, just do anything that you feel. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you hear all my different albums, they all different. Like Effortless Perfection. If you, I'm not, you know, I'm sure if you're familiar with that, but that album got a lot of boom bap sounds up there. It's like real hip hop. It's real raw. Mm -hmm. um, I dropped that album in like 2015, 24. <laughs> so you know, it got scratched up there. It got all types. It's like it's real hip hop. You know, it got many plays. That I actually released that on um Audio Mac. It was only on one platform. Just uh, it's just on Audio Mac. But it's real raw, man. It's about my life. Um, it's just really dope, man. Effortless perfection. Then I dropped Lost in Space after that. And that was just um 
you know how they legalized marijuana at the time. Right. It wasn't legal everywhere. I was actually, you know, one of the people that was trying to push to help get uh, recreational marijuana, you know, legalized. So, you know, um, I made that album, you know, in the support of that. You know, it's actually nine tracks up there, like Cloud Nine. You know, it's a lot of different types of songs about smoking, about drinking, having fun. You know, it's kind of an album you would play in a party or on your way to the club or, right. you know. So, right. so I, I try to give people a wide variety, man. Like, um, I even my mom, shout out to my mom. I love her. Um, she um, sings or whatever. So we made a gospel album. Um, it's really dope. Um, um, Dennis Ridley, he plays all over the world uh, with big people like Todd Tribbett. He actually did the production on this album. Um, it, it's really dope. Um, you know, we don't know when we're going to release that yet or if we, you know, plan to release that to the masses, but it's something that's really, it's really dope, man. It's, it's different, you know? How many, how many songs, how many songs you plan on putting on this project? Oh, on the, um, Prima Materia is, yeah. is, is right now, right now it's at like, um, 10 songs, right? But I had a feeling that I was like, yeah, I just want to elevate it. I just want to take it to another level. So, right. you know, um, anything else that was going to make the album had to be something that set the bar even higher. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, I have a couple of records that I just recently did that definitely are going to make the album. So it's looking like it might be around 12 to 13. So anywhere from 10 to 13 tracks. Okay. And, um, but okay. it is, but it's hot, man. So, you know, besides music and, and movies, is there anything else that you want to get into? You know what I mean? What, what is, what does Tavio Sean want to do? you know I me mean, or tackle or master you know as as he's become more successful in, in anything that he's looking to do well you know i'm a, I'm a multi-business man you know i'm into um barbershops um i definitely want to jump more into legal marijuana you know um there's a few people out there um young black females african-american you know i should say that are um dispensary owners you know i wouldn't mind partnering with them or finding you know going, you know, finding out the ins and outs through, through some of them. And maybe I can, you know, acquire my own dispensary one day. Right. You know, a lot of people want their own strain or whatever, but, you know, that's pretty cool. But, and I, I think that's fire too. You know, everything is an achievement, not knocking nobody, but I would, I would like to have a dispensary. You know, right. I would like to have uh, maybe a, a worldwide brand, you know what I'm saying? Um, other outside of movies and music, you know, uh, any form of art, I just, I just love art and music. But um, I invest. I like to invest. That's something that everybody should do. You know, invest in stocks, invest in um, crypto, invest in real estate, um, invest in sneakers. Because, you know, now sneakers is on StockX. So that's a stock now. You know what I'm saying? Invest it. Hold on to shoes. But just invest. You know what I'm saying? Try to flip your money. And, and that's just like what it's all about. Like me with Bilderberg Records, I work in sports. You know, um, shout out to Jerry Slugger Forrest. He's like, was the fifth um, ranked heavyweight in the world. That's a personal friend of mine. You know, um, there's a lot of different people that, you know, I give um, some help with ideas. Like people will come to me that I know, you know, and then they'll have a business of any sort. So I'm like an advisor as well, right. you know, and, and that's also just a gift. Like the same way that I get the lyrics or the same way that I'll come, the movies will come to me or whatever. It's the same way I'll get the ideas, and, and it's just a gift from God. It's, and they consistently, they just the ideas. You know, it's like you could come to me right now and say something about your business, or 
um, whatever it is you need help with in the area, and I'll have a, it's a, the solution of just magically, like, poof, like, God, just give me that, you know, and I'll just be able to help you. And I do this all the time with restaurants, with clubs, with clothing lines, um, you know, numerous, numerous people, you know, come to me and I help them out with ideas. And a lot of time I'm, I'm not looking for financial compensation. Right, right, right. You know, I feel like, you know, my reward is up top. You know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed. I'm financially well off. You know, I mean, I'm not the richest guy in the world. I ain't, you know, like Hove and then I ain't got no Billy. But, you know, I'm, I'm out here and I'm okay. I'm eating. I got clothes. You know what I'm saying? I have a roof over my head. So I try to help other people, you know. And I feel like when I do that, that's why the blessings continue to come to me because I'm willing to selfishly help and bless other people. Right. You know, that's one of the main things. You know, it's like a lot of people just want something. Like if you come to my shows, if you come to my shows, I don't know if you watch my live performance. I throw I throw stuff out to the crowd. If you come see me perform, I'm gonna give you something back. I'm gonna give you money. I might give you a hat. I might give you whatever it is that's on my heart. You know what I'm saying? I I sneak a song. I might go start throwing sneakers out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but right. I feel like it's not always just about taking away. Everybody always wants to take away. You know, nobody wants to, to do nothing to help anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of times I try to take my platform and, and shine light on other people because a lot of people don't have a platform and, and they deserve light shining them as well. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Um, That's a fact. You know, I just want to shout out a couple people and I want to um, also talk about the movie. I want to shout out my boy AWOL. Um, I want to shout out uh, Nikki Robinson, Good Girl PR. PR, yeah. I want to, yeah, the, the best. I want to shout out Tony De Niro. I want to show that shout out, um, of course, Benny the Butcher. You know, I want to shout out Nature. You know, condolences. You know, to you know, loss of his brother. Um, I want to shout out um, my people, Zab Judah. I want to shout out um, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. He's a, he's a, you know. Nice guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I was able to meet um, Dame Dash, you know, because he inspires me a lot. And every time that I'm around him, he always gives up the game. You know what I'm saying? He always, uh, like, because people look at Dame in a negative way sometimes, and I, I don't understand why, because to me, he's the realest dude ever. He's the, he's the celebrity guy that, first of all, he don't even rap. He's one of the most famous people you ever met. So his knowledge in business made him just as famous as Jay-Z. That, that, that's something that you have to commend, that right. a man from the street has so much knowledge in business that he could become a hundred millionaire, own companies all over the world, and, and still to this day, you know, 20 years later, could take care of his family. You know what I'm saying? He's eating and still has platforms and, and networks. And so, you know, honestly, you know, I look up to people like Dane, also look up to Jay. Um, oh man, numerous people like you know in Atlanta. You know I really rock with people like Jeezy. You know like artists that inspire me like Jeezy. You know he's really dope. Um, you know of course Wayne. Right. Um, and I and I'm not like the people that um in a box. So I listen to everybody. I listen to Lil Baby. I listen to Young Thug, NBA Young Boy sometimes. Um, you know lots of people, man. You know it's like I'm not boxed in. But right. when I get tired of listening right. to the rap, you know what I'm saying? You know what I end up doing? 
I put on something else, man. I might play some alternative music for a little while. I might turn on some soul music, play some Al Green. You know what I'm saying? Or Marvin Gaye. Right. Or something like that. You know, listen to some Old Mary. You know, Talk but also... Um, you said you got a movie. Oh, well, um, there was a movie that I executive produced. Okay. Right? right. And that I want right. to shout that out. It was called The Deal. Okay. Um, I executive produced okay. that film. It came out in IMAX theaters, which we sold out. It came out in cinema cafes. We sold that out, too. Um, I did the score. I did the soundtrack. I did the audio engineering. I played the uh, the role of the uh, the main character's brother. So I also played a role, but it was only in like one scene. Right, right. Um, I helped out right. with all types of different aspects in the film. But yeah. now the film we have right now is is a banger, man. <laughs> it's called News Cycle, starring Omar Gooden, Omar Salgado. Um, it's uh, shot directed by uh, Robert Green Jr. Um, also produced by Omar Gooden. A lot of great actors and actresses in this movie. The movie is is fire. Um, I can't really tell you much about it, but what can I I can say? It's not um it, it it's roughly based on scenarios going on right now in the world and situations that's actually in the world. And um, you know, I play the henchman. Um, with a, a radical activist named Shazad. Um, he has five henchmen. I play one of his main henchmen. Um, the movie is, is spectacular, man. All the all the female actresses that came out, they showed out. They did their thing. All the actors, um, Dennis L.A. White. Um, He's been in the Biggie movie and a lot of other movies. Right. Um, Gloria. Um, she was in... Um, the TV series uh, Tyler Perry produced, I think it was like the Queens Men or the something like that. Or, yeah, you yeah. know, I never watched it, but you know, I know she's credited. Um, it's a lot of good credited people in there. Um, uh, Monisha Michelle, she's an up and coming actress. She's fire. Um, my boy Crew, he he also plays a henchman with me, and my boy Kais. Yo, we were doing our thing in the movie, man. I'm just telling y'all, when y'all see my performance, y'all gonna truly be blown away. I'm telling y'all this. Robert Green, Man Robinson Studios, who we shot the film, you know, also producer on the film. Yo, they, they had something great with this. The script. Is the there a release date for it? Um, right now, um, it's in the um, production stages. Okay. Where great. it's being edited because we just finished filming. Yeah, so the they're post- editing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, you know, they got to do the editing. They got to add all the, the music, to add the score. You know, they got to do the um, color grading. You know, everything, get everything right. Yeah, yeah. But um, once the movie is ready, um, it actually has distribution. I can't say right now which platform it will be on, but it's definitely going to be on major platforms. Um, and it's going to be, uh, we're going to do a screening. Like, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be completely open to the public yet, but if it is, the screening is open to the public. We will be promoting it all over the line. Like I said, it's called News Cycle, written and directed by uh, Robert Green Jr., um, starring Omar Gooden. He's also the producer of the film. Like I said, I play a henchman. This is one of my first um, breakout roles or whatever, but I definitely gave it my all. I studied the art. I didn't come playing. I wasn't, like, you know, just coming out there like, oh, look at this dude trying to act. Right. Nah, man, I was sleeping my part. I was I was living my part, you know what I'm saying? Like I gave him my all, like hundred percent. Like so when y'all see it, I hope y'all love it. It is a really dope story, um, from different aspects of life. And man, I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna really love this film, man. 
That's Lose what like it is. Well, if y'all don't know, you see his his Instagram scrolling at the bottom right there, Tavio Sean. You know, what I mean, at Tavio Sean. Make sure y'all go y'all go follow him if you're not already following him. He's got a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? If you missed this, we got the replay coming. You know what I'm saying? On Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Listen, before we get out of here, is there any other last words you want to give to the people? Yo, just never give up. Stay true to who you are. Always stay grounded with your family. Don't get caught up with this internet and social media and, and superficial lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Always just be real. Um, stay true to yourself. Stay grounded with God. Try your best. Um, never just just keep being consistent. Like when you feel like you defeated, you need your victory. Right. You know, um, I've been on my ground for a while, but I never took no for an answer. I always just try again. You know, like first you don't succeed, dust yourself off to try again. You know, right. like that's right. right. but. That's how life is. You just got to keep rolling. Just keep going. Right, um, right. You know, just, you know, bring this up. We were watching a story about the man that invented Hershey chocolate. You know, that dude failed like 10, 15 times. You know how many times people loaned him money and he tried to do things and, and stuff and, and, and it just didn't work out. And, and over the years, he just kept trying and trying, failing and failing. They're like, no, we ain't giving you no more money. So he tried and he learned. But the, the key thing is he kept learning and evolving. So he learned how to make caramel from someone. Like, made it better than before. So then he started a caramel business. Caramel business was booming. Chocolate was expensive. So, but at the time, he was interested in making chocolate. So without even knowing if it would work, he sold his caramel business, right? Buys a chocolate company. And at first, it didn't work out all the way neither. But he was persistent. He ended up getting a, a, a deal out of the country and it made him like millions of dollars. And then he just kept building from there. Right. So there's a more to this story. Y'all. So, so he kept building from there and, um, he took the, the recipe that he had from the caramel into making the chocolate. Right. So he found out if he used condensed milk, he could make his bars for five cents. So once he learned that, he was in and it, and it made the, the chocolate last for way longer now. Right. So he did this. Now the company is worth over $40 billion. So the man that failed over and over again, that was persistent and just never gave up. Now his company is worth over $40 billion. Yeah. So at the end, you yeah. say, if I want to leave something with the people is just be persistent, never give up. Stay true to yourself and your art. Just keep it moving forward. That's and and it it'll work itself out. You know, be true to yourself, man. That's what it is. Well, listen, I appreciate you tuning in with us. You know what I'm saying? And again, shout out Good Girl PR because she sent you out direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always want to make sure mm -hmm. I shout out. You know what I mean? Especially when yeah, she's she the best. She's the best. I need PR work. You got um, to get hit up Good Girl PR, man. And just one last thing. So I'm out of here real quick. Y'all follow me, Tavio Sean, Instagram. Yeah. Um, check me out. If you're an artist or anybody like that, and you you looking for a record label or you're looking for someone to mentor you or just any type of help in any kind of way, production, I shoot videos, um, anything, ghostwriter, whatever, hit me up. 
check out my um my website also for my record label, it's Bilderberg Records. So it's Bilderberg uh, Records dot com or whatever. Yeah, well, we'll go to Instagram because I know it's on your Instagram. They can go to your Instagram and click on the links, right? Yeah, so make sure yeah, y'all yeah. do that. Make sure that that way you get directly to it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right, so look man. out for new cycle coming soon. Primo yeah. Materia coming yeah. soon. Thank it's, you very much uh, for having me on your platform, man. I really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully we'll be able to do this again. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, we, we definitely do this again. Good girls probably gonna send you back this way, and we gonna make sure we make it happen. All right. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. Sure. Salute. I appreciate y'all tuning in on the grind live. Tavia, Sean, Shaw, Cipher. Let's get it.